This is episode 17 of Back to Normal. Today is September 8th, 2020. So let's get started. Okay, today I want to spend some time talking about repetition and especially ways to deal with things where your or situations or times where your life is just on feels like your life is just on repeat. And um, this is of particular significance now because for most people, that is the experience that we are having. Uh, you wake up and you do the same thing in your house, and then you do the other few th- same things in your house, and then you go to sleep. And then you might have weekends to break that up, or you might try and get outside and do something nice. Um, but for the most part, most part, those of us that are being responsible or non-essential um, people like nurses, doctors, grocery store clerks, um, all these kinds of essential public services. Now, because it's September, now apparently teachers are being forced into this essential um, kind of thing. And like, and what I mean by that is working in unsafe conditions um, for the betterment of society, uh, even though there might be better ways to do it. Anyways, that's a whole other issue. Um, most of us who are being responsible are just stuck in this repetitive cycle where every day seems like it's the same thing. And um, some of the things that I've found so far are that some people are better at coping with this than others. Um, in particular, I am one person who has been able to handle this pretty well, um, mostly because while life is repetitive, while like the, the possibilities seem very limited and means that like you're kind of forced down one path of like stay home and do as little as possible every day. Um, I my personality and, you know, hobbies are very well suited to that repetition because just the way that the way that my life cycle and like day cycle works um a lot of new stuff comes to me each day so things like youtube things like podcasts um even like the my hobbies like things like playing pokemon go it's i mean on the whole it's very similar every day because it's just like the same game but things are different every day and so even if I'm living this life where most of my routine is very structured and very repetitive, every day things are a little different. Same with at work. Like my my job doesn't get that different on a day-to-day basis if you looked, but over time, like every day itself is actually unique and different. And um, so if you are in this position like me and being responsible and, and every day is seeming like the same, one thing that I can definitely suggest as a way to cope with that is to find things in your life that do vary even if even if the main parameters like being in your house are the same if you can find hobbies you like things you like to do that are different from day to day like within those safe parameters um definitely do it and um i will say that patience has also been extremely valuable um i i even say like now we've been we've been basically in lockdown here at our house since kind of mid-march and washing our hands and not touching anything since early February. But um, it's been very extremely valuable to be patient. And I don't actually feel personally just me. I I know that not everybody feels this way, not even my family. But for me, um, I'm not even really missing the other stuff. Like there are occasional individual things I miss, like I miss seeing my friends. Um, I would I would want to see them more, obviously, if things were normal. Um, But I'm not like missing going out to restaurants. I'm not missing out missing going out to you know, just I'm not missing going to public spaces all that much because um, 
I kind of tolerated it. Like I like the people aspect of it, but I don't, well, I don't like the public aspect of it. And so this has kind of been, it's been okay for that reason. Like I mean, I've, I've been able to be patient. Um, yeah. So yeah, like I said, coping, it, it's almost even helpful to make a list of things you can like make a list of things you can do that, you know, are a hundred percent safe that you're not putting yourself at risk or anybody else at risk at all and rotate through those. And, and like I said, it kind of, kind of fits in that advice kind of fits in with my, um, my schedule, my, my likes, because I already had a list of things that I did that are a hundred percent safe. So being able to just continue rotating through those, like I did before, um, has been a really easy transition. I didn't have any weekly thing or monthly thing or daily thing that required that I be, that I do something unsafe in a pandemic. And so for me, transitioning, um, to life where every day is at home by default is, has been relatively normal because I already had that. And, um, Similarly, if you have a business that relies on things that are unsafe in a pandemic, um, I feel like it's better to transition away from that now or like or like add aspects to that business that are safe during a pandemic rather than like trying to fight through mandates for masks or distancing or whatever it is. Um, it's definitely easier to go with the flow for now and try and work within that system than trying to change it and and risking, you know, alienating your customers, making your customers feel unsafe. Another thing that's really important that is kind of outside of my experience over the last six months, but um, probably there are a lot of people that are feeling this, um, is people who do not have family or significant others that live close by or live in your house. Um, I feel like it's really important to have a small group of close friends, you know, two or three, maybe four people that are in a similar situation that you can find um, that you can not only talk to and kind of share experiences and all that, but, um, to actually form a bubble with those people. And so it doesn't feel like you have to be unsafe in order to get social contact and, and, you know, have social experiences. Um, because being in a bubble of four people who are equally safe is not any less safe than being in a family of four. Like you just have to, if you can find a, a group of people like that, a small group, really close friends, and promise yourselves and, and commit to only staying in um, in contact with those people that will really help you stay safe, protect everybody while still having that social contact. You don't need a massive group. You don't need to be going out to restaurants or bars or clubs or whatever for that. Um, honestly, the, the aspect that's missing here for everybody and that's making everybody go crazy is the social aspect. And if you can have obviously like complete empathy for those people who are like just happen to be living alone or happen to have moved away from family or whatever. Um, if you have that group of, of close friends that you can either use, like talk to or create now, like it's a, it's a good time. It's a good time to do it anytime. It's like the sooner you can do that, the better and the, be the, the easier it'll be to be safe. And uh, the other thing, which is obvious, which everybody's been doing um, is just having regular meetings with friends and family. So like, Julia and I have even talked about making having kind of a standing meeting every couple of days um, to just catch up and, and talk with each other and just make sure because it, it, it honestly does feel like every day the time slips away really easily. And so we can figure out, oh, hey, we've actually gone three weeks before we had like a, a real talk where we just sat down and talked with each other where it felt like that was a lot easier to do before. Um. And so I can't even imagine if you're not living in the same house with somebody and you're actually you actually haven't seen them in person in months. Um, so like, honestly, don't I feel like it's it's worth saying don't feel bad if you aren't 
keeping up with friends and family, like schedule a meeting, put it on the calendar, say, listen, I really want to talk to you. Um, it's important to me that our friendship, you know, maintain and then we get to make sure that the other person is okay during this ridiculous time where you can't see anybody. Like all the rules are out the window for friendships because there's this really weird situation where so many things that that seem like they should be normal just aren't. But there's this other massive set of things that we didn't really do before because we didn't have to, but they are actually completely 100% safe and like video chats and like, don't feel bad if you want to do that just over and over again on a repeating basis. Like it doesn't, I don't think it really adds to the, like, you're not necessarily, you can, I mean, you can do this every day if you want, you can make it part of your groundhog day, but you can also just do it every week. Like have it be a way to break up the monotony or, you know, if you have four or five groups of friends or family or whatever that you want to talk to say like, okay, this week um, we'll talk on Monday and then we'll talk to those people on Tuesday. And then we'll talk to my family on Wednesday. You know, like you can break up the the monotony by, by varying it. And um, that seems to be a pretty good way to break things up and, you know, keep in touch with people and, and have that social interaction that, that we're all like biologically craving right now. So, um, it does feel like it, it does feel very interesting because now now that I'm doing I've done almost three weeks of a daily podcast that is now my that's part of my Groundhog Day now which is kind of interesting that I'm doing this episode um, but it has also like it used to be that I would wake up early to go to work on weekdays and then weekends I would sleep in but like I wouldn't actually sleep any longer I would wake up around the same time and just kind of lay in bed for two and a half hours so now I'm finding it really nice on weekends and, and even holidays yesterday. Um, just get up at my usual time and come down here, come down to my office, report, record an episode, you know, before anybody else in my house wakes up and, uh, then get about, get on, go on with my day. You know, um, it's, it's, it, that actually is kind of nice compared to my usual, which was, yeah, very, it felt very wasteful every time I did it. Every time I would wake up at six 30 or seven o'clock and then sleep in till nine or nine 30. It felt like not even sleep in, but like just lay there in bed. It felt very unproductive. And so now um, this is a nice thing to get me up, to get me out of bed. And uh, so I look forward to these every day now. And that's another thing that's that's really nice is to to break up the monotony, find something or a couple things that you really like doing and just do those when you're feeling like, you know, this rep- repetition and, and being stuck at home has got me down. Um, it doesn't have to. And um, yeah, I highly suggest because we're, we're in it for the long haul here. You can either... You can either quit now and make everybody unsafe, or you can keep doing this um, as long as you need to and, um, you know, find ways to cope with it, find ways to make it okay. And um, so that's all I've got for today. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye. Bye.